Hello! Welcome back to another episode of Middle Aged Madness with me, Susie. So nice to see you back. Nice of you to come back. I hope you are well this week. I am pretty good, thank you. I had tonsillitis, but I'm better now. My poor son, he also had tonsillitis and his voice still isn't quite right. But I'm happy to say that I am in very good voice today. Fine voice, I think, is the term. Although I think that's used more for singing, isn't it? Uh, I could sing for you. Um, I won't know, but I could. Maybe next time I'll think of a song to entertain you with briefly. Anyway, so here we are. It is a gorgeous day today. It is beautiful. The weekend we've just had has been a real summer weekend, which has been really lovely. It makes a nice change from the constant rain. So it kind of feels like summer is, if not here, then certainly arriving. And somebody said to me the other day, we've only got about a month until the solstice. And I was like, oh yes. So the 20, what, 1st, 23rd of June is the summer solstice. And then it's all downhill from there until the winter solstice. And I was like, we've barely even had summer yet. And here we are talking about being really close to the days suddenly getting shorter again. So hopefully we can really enjoy this coming month, particularly as we've got a holiday. If you're not in the UK or in England, Apologies, but we have a week-long holiday from school at the end of May, so it always covers the last May back holiday. And I'm really excited about that. That's not this week, but next week. So again, hope, hoping for really lovely weather. And I am very excited because I'm going, finally, I'm going to go and see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yay! In London, on stage in the West End. I'm very, very excited about that. My friend Nim and I, hi Nim, we have been trying to plan to go and see this probably for about five years. So the fact that we are now in a position to actually go and see it, we've actually coordinated and we're going to go and see it next Tuesday in half term. I can't tell you how excited I am about that. That is going to be amazing i've managed not to really find out anything about the plot or any of that so i'm going to go into it with nice fresh eyes and yes that is going to be epic so if you have seen it please no spoilers if you want to make comments about it no spoilers but do feel free to tell me how much you loved it I'm very excited. So that will be like a day trip to London because it's in two parts. If you're not familiar with this, the play itself is in two parts and they recommend that you go and see both parts on the same day. So not only am I going to go and see a play for, including the interval, about two and a half hours at lunchtime or kind of early afternoon, I'm also going back again in the evening to see another play for about two and a half hours including the 20 minute interval but still i'm like wow that's over four hours of play in one day so that will be interesting and it means i've booked a really late train ticket on the way back now some of you might be really seasoned travelers and i don't mind i, I used to live in london i don't mind doing london travel 
a bit later at night. I'm, I, I think I'm quite savvy about these kinds of things. But I'm a little bit nervous because I've got to get the train all the way back from Marylebone to Oxford. So that will be interesting. And I think I'm going to be making a phone call maybe to somebody for at least part of the time. So if anyone is going to be up between about half past ten and quarter to midnight next Tuesday, the 30th of May, and that's BST by the way, and if you fancy a, a phone call chat with me, then do let me know because I could give you a little bell and that would make me feel slightly better if I'm actually talking to somebody, I think, on the phone. But if not, that's fine. I shall be going online and posting all about how amazing it was on social media. So I will, I will try and keep myself busy. But yes, I haven't got a late night train like that in a long, long time. So I used to do it all the time. Oh my goodness. When I worked in London, I worked for Waterstones in London and I do finish the late shift at eight o'clock, all, all the, the mid shift at kind of 5.45 or whatever. And then I'd go with my friend, Lee. I'd go to the pub like, almost every day. We'd go to the pub. So I'd be getting the tube back and the bus back home after half 10, 11 o'clock at night, most nights. And I was fine with that, but I was a bit younger. You know how when you're a bit younger, you're a bit more blasé about these kinds of things? Now I'm a little bit older, I'm a bit more hesitant about things, a bit more reluctant to put myself out there. Like, I can't believe that I would do some things on my own like that. So, yes, part of me is a little bit worried, but I'm sure it will be fine. I just need to... Oh, car alarm. Why does anybody have car alarms these days? Um, yes, so I'm hoping that will all be good and fine. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll be on high because I love just seeing Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I've had a good time with my friends, so that will be really nice. In the meantime, though, I made good use of the lovely weather at the weekend and I went swimming, of course. I did my personal best, which was 470 metres, roughly, and I swam in the lake and it was really nice and I had a lot of support from my local blue tits. So if you are thinking about wild swimming, I know I say this every week pretty much, but if you are thinking about it, do join up with a local blue tits group because they are amazing. On the whole, they are just amazing people and so supportive. So I can absolutely recommend that. It was beautiful, lovely sunny wet weather. Um, the water temperature was about 13 degrees and I'm a bit sad that I didn't go on the Sunday instead because the water temperature was 17, which is practically tropical. So I'm really hoping for some nice warm water swimming coming up over the summer, which will be really exciting. And I may have mentioned before, or I may not, I'm actually in the month of May trying to swim one kilometre in total to raise money for bone cancer research. So if you haven't already and you're in a position to be able to donate, I would really appreciate that. I will put a link in the Facebook group 
which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash middle aged madness or one word and I will put a link there so if you would like to donate even a fiver three quid if that's all you can afford and you want to donate that would be really much appreciated you know I love a medal I'm still about 60 pounds off getting a medal so I've raised over 80 pounds so far so please do donate to that if you can it is for a good cause and i'm really really challenging my shirt myself i am pushing the boat out in terms of my comfort zone so if you would like to recognize that and raise money then please do go to the middle age madness facebook group and you'll find the link there in order to donate so recently you may or may not be familiar with an app called Nextdoor. And I think it was either started during the pandemic or it gained popularity during the pandemic because it's a little bit like Facebook, except so you can have friends on Nextdoor, except what you post goes out to everybody in your neighbourhood. So you join a neighbourhood. So I'm in my local my local neighbourhood and anything you post goes onto the feeds of everybody in that same neighbourhood. And wide, I think you can select whether it's just your neighbourhood or wider neighbourhoods. So sometimes I see posts from Summertown, for example, which is just kind of down the road in Oxford. So, but yes, this app, if you're familiar with it, you'll know exactly what I mean when I say it's quite funny it is it's like social media but for the not even middle age i mean perhaps middle age but for the slightly older shall we say social media user because it's quite easy to do you don't really you don't need to have a, a friends list you can just post and it will go out to people and you don't need to actually make connections with anybody so you don't need to be looking for your friends or anything like that so it does attract quite a few older people but also a lot of us middle ages as well and it's literally there are two types of posts that I've seen on this app and one of them is I'm looking for a plumber or an electrician or someone to help us move house or a cleaner those kinds of things and the other kind of post which is the majority of them it's like having a moan it's like a place for middle-aged and old age people to have a moan and <laughs> some of the posts are absolutely hilarious people will moan about anything people moaning about the helicopters that were flying over their house early one morning or they'll be asking what are the lights over such such a place they're really distracting and it's terrible for wildlife at night if there are lots of lights blah 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 or oh i saw a gang of youths and they were doing xyz and isn't it awful and this kind of stuff and it's absolutely hilarious so if you're ever in the need for a bit of a quick kind of pick me up reads i mean some of it can be a little bit depressing but most of it is kind of light-hearted moans there's nothing too kind of worrying so you can read it you can just kind of cheer yourself up a little bit because it just makes you feel an awful lot 
an awful lot better about your own life in particular so I live in a village called Kidlington in Oxfordshire and we Oxfordshire has a as they're so keen on telling us the only professional sports team in Oxfordshire which happens to be Oxford United Football Club known as the U's and when I when I first moved here, some of my friends were like, well, they've heard this before. But um, when I first moved here, and I just kept on hearing on the radio, oh, the use this, the use that. And I assumed it was like use as in a female sheep, E-W-E, a U. And, and I would say to some people, I'd be like, why are they called the U's when the symbol of the club is a bull? <laughs> I was very, very confused about this. I was like, why are they called after named after a female sheep if they've got a bull as their symbol? And I couldn't understand it until somebody one day said to me, isn't it U's as in U for United? And I was like, oh. And I went away and I looked it up and it is U for United. So they're the U's as in the United team. I was like, oh, okay. And to be honest, I thought being called the U's like a female sheep was far more interesting than being called the U like oh what nickname are we going to give our team well we're Oxford United so let's just say we're the U's and I'm like having grown up near Peterborough United who are known as the posh and the supporters are known as as, as the posh um just having them just called the U's just suddenly seemed very boring so Anyway, I digress. I digress. I'm not a football fan, as, as my friends will know. I, I'm not a football fan. You may be. You may be a massive football fan. But I'm not. And over a year ago now, 18 months ago, I was actually devastated to hear that they were proposing to move the Oxford United Football Stadium to Kidlington. And this has been ongoing for a long time. And at first they were going to build it on the existing sport pitches at Stratfield Break, which is just south of Kidlington. And they've got rugby, cricket, football pitches there. And a little kind of sports club. And they were going to build the stadium there, and that was, that was proposed. Fortunately, that's been shelved now, because there's a beautiful little woodland at Stratfield Break that not actually not that many people in Killington know about. Um, I used to hold my forest school events in that woodland and so many people said to me, oh, I never knew this woodland was here and I've lived in Killington for X number of years. So I, I like the fact that I kind of introduced lots of people to this woodland. But it was a lovely woodland and I was trying to imagine what it would be like to have a massive concrete stadium like right up next to the woods. So I was actually devastated about that. But as I say, fortunately, that plan has been shelved and then now, so it was going to be a stadium and a hotel and retail places and all sorts. So that was kind of shelved because they don't have the Stratfield break space anymore, but they're still going after a place which is just the other side of the dual carriageway from Stratfield break called the Triangle. I mean, they said, oh, 
it's known to Kidlington residents as the Triangle. I have never heard it referred to as that before. It was brought up for discussion as to the proposed stadium site. But there you go. I haven't lived here long, so maybe it was. But yes, so they're still going for the Triangle. And at the moment it's used to grow willow for some company over near Cambridge. They grow the, the willow that they use for whatever on that site. And as you can probably imagine, this is a hotly argued, hotly debated move by Oxford United. They've had Oxfordshire County Council have done a survey and the majority of local residents said said they didn't want that that voted. Not everybody in the from the village actually put forward their opinion, but the ones that did, the majority of people who live in the village didn't want it. And they've recently done a non-binding poll of the village and again of the people who actually went out to the poll and cast their ballot. The majority was we don't want the stadium but it is a non-binding poll that was for the parish council so it's all still a little bit up in the air anyway next door if you want to know the ins and outs of this argument next door is the place to go i tell you i have never seen such long thread not even on facebook you get threads on there with just hundreds of comments and you've got you've got both sides and both sides kind of throwing shades and like casting aspersions on the other side and saying oh you lied on this well you you've claimed this and it's not true and and it can actually as much as I don't want the stadium anywhere near Kidlington I am I am a NIMBY in this case not in my backyard I am I hold my hands up I'm a NIMBY because I don't like football I don't want the stadium anywhere near me I can imagine how much traffic it's going to cause and noise and all sorts but I don't tend to get really get into these arguments it's not really my place but um I, I try and put my point across if I feel particularly like I want to but um but yes, I, I don't really, I, I'm not an argumentative kind of person, so I just tend to stay away. But I do enjoy reading. I read all the comments, any any thread about it on Nextdoor, I read. And you've got some people who, fair play to them, that they have got such opinions. You've got the, the United, the used supporters on one side. You've got um, older residents of surrounding areas and parish councillors and all sorts on the other side you've got um, there's a group called the friends of Stratfield Brake who are trying to block this stadium move at every turn and as much as I feel like I don't want the stadium the threads are they are enlightening they are enlightening and hilarious in one fell swoop so the kinds of things that you will get on there are just the comments and and sometimes you know the, the comments aren't fair from both sides I, I am on the against side but I'm trying to keep an open mind because if it does happen I don't want to have built up years of years of kind of um, negative feelings 
towards it. If it's going to happen, I want to try and see the positives of it, the things that it could bring to the community and the youth and all of that. So I do try and see the potential positives, even though I am against it. But yeah, next door, people just, they just don't care. They just they put what they're feeling on there. And there is so much people back and forth. You said this, well, you, in 20 blah, 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 you said this, 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 and, and but you've said lies about this. And why have you, you know, we've said about this, lie, and, you know, and, and there's, the back and forth is really entertaining. So, I mean, that's the big thing on next door at the moment. But there are other things that you can you can look at. They've also recently changed the speed limits in Kidlington. Let me know if this has happened anywhere near you. They've changed the speed limits. And I don't have a problem. They've changed some of the 30s to 20s. Okay. They've got big signs that say 20. They've put 20 on the road. That's absolutely fine. But the main road, the Oxford Road and the Banbury Road, that run through kind of northish to southish through Kidlington, well, northwest to southeast through Kidlington um, and that was 40 miles an hour for a, a, a part of it the Oxford Road it was 40 miles an hour and they, they haven't really said oh we're changing the speed limit all they've done is taken away the 40 mile an hour signs now next door have made it very clear I've been reading all the comments <laughs> they've made it very clear that if there are no speeds speed limit signs and you have I think more than three lampposts I'm not quite sure what that's about within a certain amount of space I imagine if you have more than three lampposts within I don't know 20 meters or something then it's a 30 mile an hour limit and you should know that because you passed your test and you should remember that from whenever you passed your test I passed my test 14 years ago so it's not a, it's not a regulation from the highway code that I readily bring to mind but I've been informed by next door. So it's very, I said, educational. Um, but yes, but they haven't... So all, they, all they've done is remove the 40 mile an hour signs. They Nothing on, on the road to say there is a new speed limit in place. Because I'm like, how many people are used to just driving down that road and they'll just, they'll do 40 because they've been doing 40 probably for the last... 10 years at least they've been doing 40 on that particular bit of road and then it changed it changed to 30 up ahead near the high school the secondary school so i'm like how many people are just going to do 40 out of force of habit but actually it's changed to 30 but you haven't actually announced that the speed limit is changing all you've done is remove a few small signs from some of the lampposts i'm like that is not okay and it wouldn't bother me so much, except there's a speed camera. Of course there is. I'd love to know why there's a speed camera there. And bear in mind, this is a road. It's got like a service road either side. It's got like a kind of trunk road either side. So there aren't really, there, there are no driveways. There aren't really turning. There's, there's three turnings on the whole road. And only one of them, I think, is in the 40 mile an hour zone. And there's a Sainsbury's turning. And that's it. So why it's 40 or changed to 30, I'm not quite sure. But I'd love to know how many accidents there were there in order for them to put the speed camera. I thought the whole point of speed cameras was that they put them where accidents were. But anyway, so I'm like, how many people are going to get caught out because they haven't put up a change of sign? So I, 
I put this opinion forward on Nextdoor. I <laughs> I don't often comment on things. I was like, I'm definitely going to comment on that. That's outrageous. And because this app, I, I, I think I can safely assume that very few people under the age of about 35 probably use this app. Certainly not in Kidlington. That it's like it's like a place for a middle-aged moan. You know, sometimes you just want to moan about stuff. Next door is the place to do it. So I was like, I'm going to complain about this, but I'm not going to complain to the council. I'm going to put it on a thread about the speed limit changing. So, yes, I. it's a very interesting app. I would love to know if you have it or if you decide to download it and, and sign up to your neighbourhood, please... Come and tell me on social media somewhere what the funniest moany story is in your neighbourhood. I would really, I would really like to know what stories are going around your neighbourhood. So the moans in Kidlington are the stadium and the speed limits. And doesn't that say, doesn't that just sound so middle age? Yeah. So anyway. I have been talking and talking and talking, hopefully not going on too long about the stadium. It's a little bit of a bugbear at the moment. But anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Please do connect with me on social media. On Facebook, the group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash middle aged madness. And from there, you can find links to all of the podcasts uh, on Buzzsprouts and also the link to my fundraiser page for bone cancer research if you would like to donate i would really appreciate that and on instagram i am middleagedmadness.podcast so please do come and find me on social media say hello get involved and i look forward to talking with you next time see you soon bye